It's time for AI News, brought to you by AI AW Podcast. Okay, so I'm not going to speak about the, the obvious ones. I'm going to speak about Meta in them instead. And they did a big launch or announcement recently, in just last couple of days or yesterday even, I think. And they go in the same route as uh, Google and Microsoft are doing. And not, not very surprising, but, no. you know, they are taking the same route in putting AI into products engineering-wise in a speed that is astonishing. So you know that Microsoft has gone the co-pilot way, putting co-pilots in the operating system, in the web browser, in all the Office suite products and whatnot. Google did the same. They have the Duet AI. They have the Bard that is now integrated with uh, Gmail, and they have the whole workspaces integration. AI in every product they have. And now Meta just announced they're doing the same. So. Of course, they're going to have a, a chatbot, a co-pilot. I, I'm not sure. They call it, I think they call it a chatbot in oh. this case. Surprisingly non-creative name for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, for Meta as well. Yeah. Yes. So a chatbot in, uh, of course, Messenger, in Instagram, in Facebook, in WhatsApp, in all of these apps, there is going to be um, an, a chatbot, I guess they call it, uh, a large language model that's going to be able to interact with the user. So then you can create new images for it. You can say, I have like a sticker thing for this. And instead of having smileys, you can simply have a personalized sticker ah. that you send to someone in Instagram or whatnot, or in Messenger. Um, or you can have text and whatnot. So everything is, is getting, you know, some kind of AI integration that helps you in the communication with other humans and using AI as a co-pilot. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> buddy, study, buddy, buddy, chat, buddy. Shut I think another they thing they call that, it assistant. Uh, yeah. Assistant, really? Ah, ah, oh, okay. It's an assistant, yeah. new assistant that can interact uh, ah, with it's, like it's, a person. It's just one newspaper. Oh, it's from Facebook. Okay, then okay, then it's yeah. a proper term. Okay, um, but what they also did besides you know just integrating as all the other top uh, giant companies are doing, is that they are creating separate chatbots. So they have a separate chatbot that I think they gave names to as well. So they have a, like a name for a person that, or a chatbot that is specializing in, uh, in sports. So then they can go to the sports assist assistant and, and then they can ah. speak about sports there. And then they have another um, assistant that is personalizing in uh, cooking or whatnot. I, I'm just making up. I don't recall exactly what. No, no, no. But, but there are different kind of... Uh, Topics yeah. that you could ask yes. that chatbot. Yes. So they have a number of pre-trained like uh, chatbots that are interested in different topics. And so you can choose to interact Are they them. experts or are they interested in? I don't know. I think no, they're no, experts. No. I think yeah, they're yeah, experts. Yeah. And what they also say, I mean, you mentioned interest in AR as well. And apparently, if I understood it correctly, I may be wrong here, but it allows it will allow people to create their own AI chatbot based on your personality. So if you want to have a chatbot that anyone else in the metaverse can interact with, you can train it yourself. Oh. And you can train it like, I, thought, I think I call it like an AI studio or something. It, I didn't recall. Uh, so you have an avatar I, now. Yeah, you, yeah. you have a, a person in metaverse, in, a, in real VR, in, I guess, in this case. Yes. So then you can train it on your own interest and you can let other people interact with you. So you create like a digital twin of yourself and you have an AI studio without any programming skills that you can still train a chatbot with or in. 
And, and I think this is uh, actually surprisingly interesting. Um, so yes, it is. You have a number of chatbots, they have different interests, but you can create your own. This is going to be the undersharptic chatbot that loves yeah. uh, <laughs> dancebund. Dancebund music. I want an avatar that hates Apple <laughs> and loves dancebund. <laughs> <laughs> I think this will really open up a lot of interesting use cases. Uh, and I think for education, it will be interesting as well. Yeah. And, and that will enable people to, to build up their own kind of, if you call it avatar or metaverse personalities or chatbots. Um, that so, so let's discuss. Can... Is this gimmicky or useful? Uh, I was thinking about if I could get, if I could get my own avatar and yeah. I could make it my own class classroom yeah, yeah, in the metaverse mm. uh, and the students could visit that from from any place in the world so fun right so it's gimmicky but it actually it's something that entices you to interact and to yeah. spend time yeah and i know i know in the metaverses you can do kind of laborations in in uh, chemistry when you mix different kind of subjects yeah, yeah. with each other so yeah so that should be possible mm. and i think that's uh I think that's the way to go. Mm. I mean, I but how, well, why is it interesting, Anders, to you? I mean, I think it really moves in the line that Meta and Facebook has been speaking about for so long, yeah. the metaverse. Yeah. And then bringing AI into that world, so combining AI with the metaverse in a very interesting way where you can start to build up your own metaverse and you can do it without having programming skills. You know, any person yeah. that has some creativity can build their own kind of world and an avatar. I, I think it's... And invite other people into that yeah. metaverse or But can world. we foresee where this ends up? Because I can imagine how this creates micro-communities that use spirals hugely, you know, like TikTok uh, goes viral. Here we have something, someone creates an AI, AI avatar and it becomes a community. It's a school. Yeah. All of a sudden, this school is like the new Sims. Yes, it could be like the new Facebook group. You know, yeah. you have a Facebook group for homemade pizza, yeah. but it's going to be there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Uh, and, and this, of course, in some sense, in the end, we don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but then it's going to go viral yeah. or something. Boom. Boom. Yeah, I mean, it's going the same trend as, as all the other tech giants are taking, of course, you know, integrating language models and yeah. um, generative AI. But here, and their now products. we see, okay, so, in, so here in we... In a bit different kind of yeah, way. The, how would Meta do it? Or how would it fit into Metaverse? Okay, yeah. interesting. Right. Cool. Yes. Shall we move on? Cool. Anders. Uh, Is it my turn now? I think so. Okay, okay. I'm going to go for the... It's not a day without news <laughs> about AI, right? Yes. So so this... this uh, what I'm going to talk about is not today, but in Sweden it was yesterday. Oh. Yeah. So it's the new thing in ChatGPT uh, or the open AI, uh, where you can talk to ChatGPT and ChatGPT is answering back with a voice. Yes. Mm. And I was thinking about, oh my God, this is just excellent for schools. You know, that yeah, because the student could, uh, they could have a tutor every day, every hour, every now minute, a, now every it's second. Now tutor even, yeah. Yeah, even tutor, yeah. And it's Not probably faster kind of communication, yes. right? Yes. And you just say, boom. And then you have it. So I think that's, if you, if you, 
again, if you learn to prompt it right, and I think asking, not asking questions, but telling the uh, the voice in ChatGPT to ask you questions, and I think that's going to be just great. And we come because we're coming scary close now to conversational yeah. AI, and just by the simple fact that we are conversing, which is maybe the most fundamental way of communicating as a human, yeah. we're getting more human-like. Yeah. I think and we're getting more to HAL 9000 kind of. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. We, we, actually, we're getting to Jarvis. We, we, we're yeah. getting to Iron Man Jarvis if you, if you, or HAL 9000. So we are getting very, very close to what was been, always been projected mm. as something really crazy. Yeah. We're not far away now. No, we are not. We are not. So look at, think about this. Look, if every student got their own personal tutor, it would be. Are we really supposed to go in the first school years for nine years? Or could we make that seven? Yeah. Or could we make that six years? Yeah, it's, uh, and because now it triggers me because we, we, we talked about how we use digital infrastructure as aid in, in, the, in, the, in the schools, yeah. you know, which I'm really referring to the iPad or, or the Chrome and then we put software on it. Yeah. And now we're on a completely different abstraction yeah. level. We should have a study buddy. Yeah. Like, so I don't really care if it's in the phone or whatever format infrastructure it is, but every school will have a proper study buddy. Yes. Yes. And then you put the, and then you connect that with an avatar. In metaverse. In metaverse. Boom. Boom. It goes viral. Yeah. And how fun would that be as a school kid? Yeah. That, you know what, I have my friend, my study buddy, and I talk to this guy. Yes. And you could design the study buddy as you would like it. I want it to be Sylvester Stallone, or I want it to be the Hulk. Or I liked it to be Neymar, because yeah. I like football. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, this is used, to, but this, this of going to voice makes this next level. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But just to add to that as well, I mean, ChatGPT did a lot of things just in recent days. So one, yeah. one is the big thing is voice, I, I would say. That's, yeah. that's really awesome. Another is image or vision. And they you know, promised that GPT-4 would have vision in the initial launch of GPT-4, but it didn't really work well. No. Now they have DALI-3, yeah. the second image generator that is integrated into ChatGPT. Uh, and ChatGPT apparently is going to help with the prompting as well. So if you just write as you normally would in without thinking about prompting techniques to ChatGPT, it will actually help how to prompt DALI 3 yes. to you know generate the proper image that you are interested in. Yeah. And so that one you are looking for. Yeah. But but okay, so on, on the image thing thing, did you see a very nice this was a very nice uh, I saw it in social media. The example was how you can use images in your interaction and prompting in order to get advice or help. So the prompt is this. Uh, I don't know how to lower the seat on my bike. Here is a picture on my, of my bike. How do I lower it? And the, and the, and, and the ChatGPT analyzes the picture and then describes the picture and say, you need to go the, the, and it describes, this is the black bike and you hit this, this, this part is the saddle. You need to go here. And then you need to, <laughs> you need to flip the lever. Okay. Then he zooms in another picture. Is this the lever you mean? Uh, yes, but that's not the lever. That's a screw. Uh, okay, how do I lower my bike then? Okay, then you need an Allen key size four. 
<laughs> okay. And then he, then he shows the next picture. Here is my toolbox. Do I have the right tools in order to lower the bike? Yes, in your toolbox, on the left in the picture, you have what is called Allen keys. Go for number four and use that to unscrew the bike, to unscrew the saddle by turning it anti-clockwise. Okay, I lowered my, you know. So this is amazing to me how you then look at picture and you're interacting with the picture yeah. as the way to get advice. So I think this is part of this whole how to use pictures with ChatGPT. It's another is, modality. That it's another modality. With. So they have text, audio and images now that they can both understand and generate but, in different yeah. ways. But isn't that example mind-blowing? Yes, it Simple is. and it's really pedagogical way. He was prompting and they could solve the task. And um, now they have voice to text as well. Did we mention that? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah. I think that was you mentioned. Before. Yeah. And also, I think the last um, thing that ChatGPT did was actually adding internet search to yeah. their. Yes, that's box. the big one. So as well. now Bard, which I actually like a lot and use more than ChatGPT these days, which had Google Search integrated since a long while back, now actually Chatbot or the ChatGPT has caught up. Yeah, with the, with the Bing motor. And is, is it a yeah, Bing motor then? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Of yes. course. But uh, they, they started not to really caught up. For one, <laughs> I was trying to make a point that I, actually I, I think Bard was actually ahead at, at some features before, yeah. but now they're catching up again. It, it's a constant you know, AI battle between Microsoft and yeah. Google. That is yes. very funny too. Right. Yeah. So but now Amazon is coming to play because they invested three billion on Tropic. Yeah, yeah. this week this was big yeah. as well. Was that week. your news? Did you cut in? No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. No, I'll, I'll have honorary mention. We have news. four news yeah. and then an honorary mention <laughs> here. No, this was like a what is called add-on to all of these uh, giants fighting. My topic is so dry, you'll hate it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, go for Henrik. We do my topic. Yes. So my topic is uh, the announcement that Spotify made, how they now can do uh, real-time translation uh, to any language of, of, of a podcast, for instance. And the one that you could find in social media was uh, even where Lex Friedman himself posted and was excited, is how you see a podcast with Lex Friedman and with the flick of a click in Spotify, his voice his voice his voice his voice flips to spanish yeah. and it's decently dubbed so it fits with the with, with the, the mouth with uh, the mouth yeah the movement so the mouth, so it's yeah. like it's by no means less quality than any dubbing of any spanish or english movie into spanish so everybody who's been watching hollywood movies dubbed into spanish or whatever it's that level of quality so it's both you know, machine translation, as you said, but also the technical term is voice cloning. Voice yeah. cloning, yeah. So, so it's so two real big techniques. Who announced this this week? Spotify. Spotify. Spotify? Yeah. Well, this was announced like five, six months ago. There was even, uh, I reposted this on LinkedIn. It's not about <laughs> Spotify. No, Spotify probably announced it now, but the technology yes. came uh, four or five uh, no. okay, months so ago. So voice let, cloning let, has been around for yeah. a long time. But, yeah. you know, it's but, but, so probably okay. they bought some kind of a company. No, but I think the, 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 big, the big sort of presentation that came out with uh, Daniel was sort of pitching this and, and also Lex Friedman was commenting on it is that they put it in production. They put it in commercial production. It, it technology-wise, the that invention, the invention was four months ago, mm. but here we now. I mean, it's been around for yeah, a long time. But, too, but to put that into normal Spotify for anyone to use. Think of what, that, what this could do for schools or for students. If you just, you hold a lecture about, we go back to that room. 
Okay, you hold a lecture about that, that means Swedish. Then you can voice clone yourself into different language. And so every student in the whole world can see your movie about that um, in their own language. Yeah. If we, if we could gather that in one place, on one platform, boom. Boom. That would be amazing. It's called Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Spotify could reach out to us, so we got to fix that for them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Eleven Labs is another big player in this market, and, and they can do voice, clone, voice cloning really well. And um, yes, yeah, so I had some friends who, who did that, and he he had a morning alarm, and he's very tired in the morning and doesn't want to go to work. So he then created a morning alarm by uh, using um, Eleven Labs, and then he had it in the voice of uh, Carl Bildt to start with. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he says, you know, why should you go to work? It's horrible. Ah, stay at, stay in bed. Then Joran Persson comes up <laughs> and continues the discussion, saying, oh, you need to go to work now. And, blah, blah, blah. and, and it, so sounds, it sounds perfect. I mean, it's really in the voice of Carl Bildt and, and Joran Persson and each other. And, and he used also then text-to-speech to, you know, write the text that yeah. you want to say. So he has his own name. Now, Martin, you need to do this. <laughs> And, and it, you know, it's perfect, you know, that just text crazy, to speech. Right. And we, then in the voice of Carl Bildt. And, and which, which technology do you use? Eleven, what's it called? It's Eleven Labs, it's a commercial one. But it's, it, there is a lot of open source technology to do this as well. Both the text to speech. Yeah. And uh, Meta has some awesome technology that just came out that is awesome for this. Seamless M4T. But also the voice cloning. And, and you can do voice cloning now with just a few seconds. Yes of samples so I yes. get, if I just have four seconds of your voice and I, I can make you s- so the whole yeah. fake thing you you, you yeah. read very little data actually to yeah. do it now yes. it's very easy to do fake news fake text fake voice fake images yeah but actually fake lo- <laughs> love comment on my 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 comment we all we had we have sometimes had the conversation of what is the invention what is innovation? What is adoption? So Schumpeter, already in the 40s, like talked about these distinctions. And th- this is quite interesting, you know, the, the whole conversation, what is truly the invention? So here we have uh, technical, technically voice cloning. The invention came up and was published and is out there since four or five months back, at oh, least. Longer. Longer, yes. right? Longer, right? The innovation is to put that in, 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 in some sort of technology that, that has use. The diffusion or adoption is to, is mainstream adoption. So I think now the update of Spotify is an example of a diffusion. Uh, I mean, going news. from a prototype to a product, which they are doing now, yeah. even if it's a small, you know, first pilot yeah. with only a few podcasts yeah. that they collaborate with, is still a huge, huge step. And the yes. engineering efforts necessary to go from the invention to a proper adoption, a diffusion of pilot widespread pilot. diffusion. Yeah. That's it's the a, news. That's huge the, that is work. the news that we had. Are the podcasts making more money when the when their podcast is in different languages? Does they do they get more advertising time or? I guess they have maybe a larger audience. I mean, that, bottom line, you know, that's that's what happens, right? Yeah. I guess they, they I don't know. Because I'm thinking right now uh, for event business, right? So now imagine that there are around like, and this is no, there is no general research about events and how many events are done. But in um, over some statistics is that is around 11.1 million, 11.2 million events per year done. All of those events is basically knowledge transferred in that moment of time that disappears in the moment when basically the event uh, ends. And that is five o'clock. 
And because nobody is recording that, because there is no uh, commercial value, why you should record it and stream it and give it to the world, nobody does it. But if you can uh, imagine if you can record it and suddenly somebody in, um, I don't know, Kuala Lumpur or somebody in Brazil, in uh, Rio de Janeiro is having conference on uh, big data. And now you just basically in a flip of the moment, you can switch to English and you can uh, hear how Petrobras or Mitsubishi are working with uh, data and AI. Imagine how much we can speed up the process of yeah. uh, peer-to-peer learning and all of these things. So you know what the negative aspect of this is? Yes. I feel so sad for oh, all no. the manual translators in the EU parliament that <laughs> are sitting manually <laughs> translating every piece of text and voice to other well, languages. To, to I'm be kidding a, a bit there. Yeah, but no, yes. To be honest, I know quite a lot of those. I think that it's good for them to change the job. I mean, they have too, too much fun. <laughs> too much money for doing something yes, like that. Yes. Sorry about this. Man. Uh, but I, I noticed when you were speaking, which was very interesting. So you asked the questions like why they will use it. I think that the future is in a hyper-personalization and mm-hmm. everything that actually right now is happening with generative AI, it's actually towards that. Because all of the stickers and things like that is actually you creating education, how you want it to be taught, how you want it to listen music on the language that you want it. You want to have an avatar as you want it. You can have a picture as you want it. You can read a story for your kid as you want it. You can create the story. Yeah. You can create the music. So it's basically we're moving to this hyper-personalization and that is the fight that these guys are actually doing and amazon of course is behind so that's why they put three billion in anthropic <laughs> because they don't have any llms so <laughs> they, they, they failed Sucks themselves so they simply you know paid for it instead right 